Welcome to your weekly tech show at Connect FM 91.5. These are your hosts. My name is Bupesh. I'm TJ. And this week we're planning to talk about the technology that came out of 2020 and, you know, just to summarize it for you guys. Well, yeah, it's been a crazy year, you know, all things considered. A lot of aspects of our lives have been changed drastically. Mm -hmm. And I think our use of technology and the world of technology as a whole is something that we should consider during this time. Yeah, nearly nearly every aspect of our lives has been affected by the pandemic. But uh, technology seems to be one thing that's continued to innovate and uh, move on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think like, especially with everyone just working from home and stuff, our dependence on technology and just our whole use of it has been changed and more so kind of just expanded than what it used to be. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And uh, so, yeah, some of the things that we're going to talk about today are, of course, the effect of the pandemic on technology as a whole. Also, the effect on our lives and just how things have changed due to the pandemic. After that, of course, we'll talk about the new products and technologies that were introduced in the past year. And after that, um, something interesting is that along with the growth in technology, we'll always have the politics that come along with it, with different big companies that own the technologies that we use every single day. And then we'll wrap it up with just a look at what 2021 might be regarding all three of these areas of technology. So yeah, first let's talk about the effect of the pandemic on our use of technology. Obviously, the headline is that everything has been moved online. So for kids, their school, a lot of people's jobs, they have to make do with using it online, whereas some people might not have been um, accustomed to that previously. You know, we were kind of forced to become more dependent on technology. Yeah, and I think that's been a big shift for businesses just investing in that kind of infrastructure, adapting to that. That's been a huge focus this year. And like, services and products that we're using like let's say zoom that was something that majority of the population had never heard of before march mm-hmm. but now that's just a household thing everyone knows what it is everyone's probably used it at least a couple times if not daily yeah other places like amazon also doing well mm-hmm. yeah just the convenience and like what was once a convenient service has now almost become a dependence that you have to have just to get the stuff you need mm-hmm. to avoid going out and reducing your risk mm-hmm. Yeah, and as you said, although the usage of Amazon um, has gone up before, it was still um, something that a lot of people used. And it's crazy to see that their revenues um, went from something like $2.1 billion to $6.3 billion. Yeah, I, I think that's especially important to like mention or think about when you consider like one company sitting here having a 300% growth while the rest of the economy is in a slump. Yeah, yeah and it's uh, not just Amazon, right? A lot of other retailers have had to move their um, services mm-hmm. online, like offering curbside pickup or um, online delivery, things like that. Yeah. And I think that's put like a big toll on why shipping times have become slower, mm-hmm. you know, just with the volume that's coming through and the reduction of, you know, air cargo and overseas cargo. It's also it, both of those things combined have made an impact on how much we can ship and how quick we can ship it. Yeah. So that's the negative side of it, right? For the average consumer, there's shortages in, um, the supply of the things that they're ordering. And for, unfortunately, some businesses, many businesses, um, they're not able to accommodate these changes online, Mm -hmm. right? And so we see a lot of small businesses mainly, you know, not doing so well economically. Yeah, and I guess part of that, we can compare and contrast like how small businesses are reacting versus big businesses. Mm -hmm. So you can see how some of like the bigger consumer tech companies, let's say Sony, you know, their PlayStation 5 is in huge demand there's shortages everywhere and it's basically like the second they can get them in within minutes they're gone mm-hmm. and just that kind of demand that consumers are looking for and the lack of supply from companies it's all just really piled up and i think it's brought in a lot of room for people to kind of hoard these things 
And what we see is people buying these um, products in bulk, these popular items, and holding on to them, reselling them on um, places like eBay and, you know, for a profit. Yeah, and I think, you know, a lot of these online marketplaces, they've had problems with having to basically deter, defer against bots and stuff that are constantly scavenging the net mm-hmm. and just getting what they can find. More things um, with spending more time at home, you know, for entertainment, steam, streaming services like Netflix are seeing huge growths in um, their usage. And yeah, if you remember like a couple months ago, I think they had to reduce their quality or something just to fit in the additional bandwidth that they yeah. were using. Mm-hmm. Likewise, we mentioned Amazon already, but digital marketplaces saw a huge boom. Amazon's sales went up something like 300% this year compared to last year. Yeah, That's been a huge push and like a lot of big tech CEOs have had very, have been doing very well. You know, the stocks have gone up, a lot of things regarding that note. Yeah. So what kind of technologies and uh, products are we looking at, right? Yeah. What, what are these things that are uh, in high demand right now? Yeah, so kind of like we mentioned, um, a lot of things changed during the pandemic. And one of the things that kind of didn't change was the the introduction of new products. You know, we still saw new iPhones, we saw new Galaxy phones, we saw new laptops. But what really stood out this year, and I think it's important to kind of recap on that so we can also look forward into what we think will stand out in the next year. Mm-hmm. So like we're looking at something like folding phones, for example, you know, this is like the second generation of those being released. And uh, the biggest thing that we're looking forward to is um, a decrease in price that comes with these new products mm-hmm. that we haven't seen before. Yeah. And we've seen a bit of this bit of that this year, and we're hoping to see more of that next year. Um, but yeah, it's a really interesting product, folding phones that may, may gain popularity. Yeah, and just kind of like having the newer technologies trickle down mm-hmm. as the price decreases, as they become more refined, they're easier to manufacture. I think that's a big part of it. And speaking of manufacturing, um, obviously Tesla comes to mind. Previously, they've had lots of problems manufacturing stuff, but over 2020, you know, they actually set a new record. They introduced a new model, the Model Y, which is their more affordable crossover SUV. And I think it's pretty reflective, like even when you're driving around before it used to be like, oh, hey, cool, that's a Tesla. And now they're everywhere. You think nothing of it. And of course, their stock has skyrocketed. I'm pretty sure everyone's heard about that. Um, Recently, Elon Musk's net worth has been growing like crazy along with all the other shareholders at Tesla. Yeah, we're definitely seeing more and more electric vehicles on the road. Um, another thing that we've seen, very exciting, are the new Apple Silicon chips. Um, yeah, so there's a lot to be a fan of there. Um, the biggest thing, well, actually, I'll give you a rundown first. Basically, what they've done is they've taken the same kind of chips that you find in your smartphones and your tablets, and they've brought them to their Mac computers. So there's a bunch of benefits with this. Um they're much more power efficient. They can be quieter. They they're not they don't run as hot. Um, and most importantly for the end user is they're faster. So for the same money, for the same price, you're getting significantly better hardware, which means your computer will last longer. It'll run smoother, quicker, snappier. And day-to-day use, you know, in the long run, it's going to make a huge difference when your devices are running quick and snappy um, years after you buy them. Definitely. People in technology were very excited about this. And obviously we're going to see more of these chips being used um, in the near future. Mm-hmm. Welcome to your weekly tech show at Connect FM 91.5. These are your hosts. My name is Bupesh. I'm TJ. So something that comes along with the release of new technology every year is the politics within technology. Um, and these come mainly from the big names in technology nowadays, right? Google, Amazon, Apple. Yeah, so Apple likes to make their App Store exclusive. 
right? If you want to get something on an Apple phone, you're going to get it from the app store. Third party app stores are something that they don't really support. Yeah, exactly. So then uh, with that, you know, they're dictating their app store policies, the amount, the cut of money they're taking. And that's actually yeah. something that developers have had a problem with. And Epic took a stance on that. They came out, they, they addressed this. They said that, hey, listen, we don't want you taking 30% of our app revenue. Um, either you reduce your cut or you let us host our own app store. And, you know, Epic has their own Epic's game, Epic game store on uh, Windows PCs and Mac computers. Mm -hmm. And Epic doesn't charge 30%. Um, I'm not sure the exact number, but they charge less. And so Epic stance says, hey, either you bring your, your fee down or let us have our own app store on your platform. Yeah, and as a result of that, we've seen that... Um the game was taken down from the app store for a exactly while. yeah so what epic did if i recall correctly um they basically put in their own payment method in app which is against apple's policies mm. and apple replied and they took down the app the same thing actually happened on the google play store and epic had lawsuits prepared for the both of them so now they're going to be in a trial soon yeah so this is just one example right um although it's a prominent one we saw there's there's a lot of these disputes that happen between the big names um so there was a congress this year right um, with the tech CEOs of some of those um, names that we named earlier, like Google, Amazon, um, Apple, and I think it was Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. So what was that Congress about? Um, yeah, it was it was in the states. So basically, they had a hearing talking about different monopolistic practices in all of those industries. Mm -hmm. So Facebook, obviously, with like user data collection and how they own WhatsApp, they own Instagram, how they're kind of monopolizing the whole social media field. Google, mostly with their advertising data, stuff like that. Amazon, Amazon had some issues regarding how they handle their web services. I see. And Apple, yeah, just their app store policies. And yeah. so, yeah, we saw that these things are kind of being addressed more by the government now. Mm -hmm. You know, in the past years, everything, all of this stuff is kind of new, right? And the government, it needs some time to catch up on these things, make new policies, address how things are being handled. Mm -hmm. And we kind of see that coming in now where... These companies are having to act on. Yeah, it's important to hold them accountable, right? Exactly. For some yeah, of these things that what, mm -hmm. that go unseen sometimes. Exactly. Right? But of course, the government can also have some controversial viewpoints and some things that they take on. So one example this year was in the states with the banning of TikTok. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So TikTok, for any of our viewers who don't know, is um, a social media platform. It features short videos, music. And it's growing in popularity, right, mm -hmm. day by day. And in one of the countries where it's obviously very popular, the U.S., we saw some concerns from the, the president, right? Donald Trump, it was, it was related to China and how... How TikTok is developed by yeah. ByteDance, which is a Chinese company, you know, mm -hmm. their operations are out of China and he had some privacy concerns, some yeah. data sharing concerns. Yeah. Basically, he said he's going to ban TikTok unless uh, an American company buys the company buys TikTok. Yeah, and I think originally that company was meant to be uh, Microsoft. Exactly. Yeah, right? Microsoft, and then later talks shift to Oracle. Mm -hmm. um, ultimately, there wasn't an outright purchase. Oracle ended up investing something like twelve percent in yeah. TikTok. Yeah. And ByteDance, the parent company of TikTok. Yeah, and I remember something actually significant in that whole dispute was that before um, any re resolution was reached, Trump had also, in a, in a sort of threat, said that WeChat would be banned in the in the states as yeah. well, and that's a huge platform, right? Yeah, definitely. In China. Yeah, in China, that's the, you know what WhatsApp is here. That's what WeChat is in China, exactly, and yeah. we see some of like obviously a huge portion of that market also in North America, where mm -hmm. people are using WeChat, whether it's to communicate with people, 
and family back home or just as another platform that they can use as a substitute for WhatsApp or iMessage, Facebook Messenger, etc. So, yeah, what does tech look like going into the next year? Um, and I think that answer to that is complicated. But obviously, some of the things that we've talked about um, in the new technologies that came out in the, in the previous year, there's a lot to look forward to, a lot of new gadgets, a lot of new technology. Um, but ultimately, I think it's as unpredictable as the virus itself. For sure, yeah. Right? We don't know when the pandemic is going to end and um, when we'll go back to the normal or rather transition to the new normal. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's kind of a cool metaphor thinking of the virus as um, related to the pandemic, you know, just as, sorry, the virus as related to technology, just as unpredictable. And as the virus grows, so does our dependency on technology. Yeah, for sure. Um, speaking of kind of predictions and stuff, we want to hear your guys' predictions. If you have any thoughts for the up for the next year ahead of us, um, you can send us a message on WhatsApp. Uh, at 604-807-0915. So you can shoot us a text, a voice message, anything you really like, just on your thoughts about everything we talked about. Once again, that's 604-807-0915. Thank you for joining us on our first segment here. We look forward to talking to you guys about new technologies in the near future. And of course, we look forward to hearing from you guys. Thank you.